Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. I'm your host, Paula Jenkins. I invite you to join me as we explore how inspiring people have chosen joy in their lives and what they have to share with us about how to jumpstart joy in the world. Plus, how do we follow our own hearts, find work that lights us up while mindfully noticing the role joy plays in our own journey. And welcome to episode 126. This is Paula Jenkins, the host of Jumpstart Your Joy. This week on the show, I am going to be sharing one of my favorite, if not slightly niche topics ever, which is figuring out the building blocks of content strategy for your own brand or coaching business or podcast or whatever this is that you're putting out into the world. I'm going to be explaining how this strategy can be applied to planning a retreat, which is where I first started playing around with the approach. And it's also something that I teach in my podcasting class about how to define your show and what it'll be about. So it's a little bit project management, a little bit of defining your brand and creating the building blocks of marketing. And those are things that I do every day in my day job. Now, (laughs) you may be asking yourself, wait, how does this tie into joy? I thought your show was about finding joy. And I want to say that, yes, it does tie in. It's fun to begin with. This is one of the things that I just love to do, and it lights me up. And I think that the other piece is that so many of us have ideas in our heads that we want to bring to life, like whatever it is that we feel called to do in this life. And it's really hard sometimes to get that what out of your head and on to paper. I feel like it's one of the biggest barriers, in fact, when I start to work with people on creating their own podcast, because it's so hard to pull that thing out of your head and put it on paper. So beyond that, I think we all need to get in, be able to get in touch with that side of ourselves, that message that we have for this world in this lifetime. And so I really feel like cre- creating a content strategy, if you will, to get your message out there is bringing more joy into the world, which brings us all into more alignment and, you know, draws on the law of attraction. Like it's totally exponentially important that you are telling your story or spreading your message or bringing your joy to the world. So yes, it ties in. Before we get to that, I want to say welcome. If you are new to Jumpstart Your Joy, I am Paula and I am a certified life coach, a project manager, a retreat leader, and I created this podcast in 2015 to share the inspiring stories of people who chose or and choose joy in their lives, even when it seems like the most improbable choice out there. I do interviews and solo casts each month to share some of what I know and what I've learned along the way. If you want to find out more about the show or more about me, my website is jumpstartyourjoy.com and you can find show notes for this episode at jumpstartyourjoy.com slash plan of retreat. So a little bit more background on this topic as we kick it off. What we'll be walking through today is a little bit about why this topic is so, why this lights me up. Um, And then talking about um, how you can start to get in touch with the what of what lights you up and what you want to share with other people. And then a quick exercise that you can do, and I'll share a download for you with this as well, of how you do my very fun (laughs) 
<laughs> mind mapping exercise for this content strategy. Um, and I will say too, if you love this topic of either, if you're specifically interested in leading retreat, there is an entire catalog of posts on my website, jumpstartyourjoy.com, where you can find out more about how to lead a retreat, plan and lead a retreat. And if you're interested in starting a podcast, I also have a podcasting fundamentals free e-course on the site, which you can find off of the homepage as well. So there's more resources for you. So let's get on to the show. What we'll dive into first is the question of why retreat. So starting after I went to grad school, I went to Yale Divinity School, and I got involved. Um, I became a, po- a project manager by day and then got involved with San Damiano Retreat in Danville, California, leading retreats for them on weekends, um, both weekend-long retreats and day retreats. And so I was really immersed for about 10 years in creating this material and sharing it with people in, you know, a face-to-face environment, which I loved and and still love. And it, so that was the beginning of my blog, which used to be called Welcoming Spirit. You can go back and find it. There's an old Blogspot blog out there. All the content is on my new website and jumpstart your joy. And it's so funny because the How to Plan a Retreat series remains my biggest and most visited set of posts on the site, along with a wedding prayer. So it's interesting to see that this is still something that people are looking for and interested in. And it really is something that then led me into podcasting because I love creating these kinds of materials to inspire people and to help them get in touch with what brings them joy. So there's a crossover there. And I think there's a lot of similarities between podcasting and retreat leading because you have to create content. It's the same if you're a blogger. Anytime you're putting yourself out there to create information for people to consume or read, whatever, however they're getting to it, if it's a podcast or they're reading it or it's interactive even if you're creating stories for people and maybe in their video games, like you have to first define the what. And that is where we will start with this, (laughs) is defining the what of what you're doing. And I want to also say that there are obviously a lot of other planning parts that go into retreats or creating a podcast or creating a video game or whatever. We're just getting into the building blocks here. I really hope that I will get to do some future episodes about the, you know, the why and the how, like, and the who and the where and all those other building blocks that would tie into both podcasting, but also retreat planning. Those are different things once you get into the specifics, right? So the project manager and me loves the other pieces of this as well. But I think the what is the hardest thing and the thing that my clients and my students run into the most confusion around. So I also want to explain something that I see people start to struggle with as they get into this what question. So the what question is, what is your retreat about? Or what is your podcast going to be about. It's it's the topic, it's the theme, it's the heart of the thing that you're going to be creating your content around. And so I know a lot of people have a hard time sticking here in this space for a period of time because their mind naturally wanders to what I call end thinking. They, they get jumpy and nervous. <laughs> they want to say, but wait, I need to know where this thing is going to be first, or I need to know who my speakers are going to be first. And I want to ask you to please slow down and assure you everything will fall into place. I want us to focus on the what 
first. So you as the planner and you as the podcaster or retreat planner or creator, the creator of this thing, you are in the driver's seat. And once you have created your what, then you can start to slot in the other pieces. But I want you to get clear on your what first before you go out and say, I need a speaker or I need the place. Yes, you will. But I'm encouraging you to slow down and focus on this this mission kind of piece of it first. The first thing I want you to do, and there'll be a worksheet also associated with this, is I want you to step back and think about one to three words that are going to guide your work. Kind of regardless of if you are tackling a podcast or a retreat or creating a new blog, I want you to sit down and think, okay, what is this thing about and limit it to three words. So in the case of we can use my show as an example, it's about joy, it's about mindfulness, and finding inspiration. So those are the things that my show is generally about. I'm drawn to also saying like people who have gone through hard times. Again, that's way more than one word, but like those are the nuggets that this show is about. And I could tell you that, you know, off the top of my head, and so I want you to think about that for whatever it is that you're creating. What a, So maybe it's more descriptions than it is specific words, and that's okay. But list them out. One, two, three, four, five things that are the core of what you are creating. I also want you to make this kind of broad because you're going to need enough proverbial space to play in as your retreat or blog or podcast reveals itself. You want to pick a topic And you might, if you're working with a team or you're working with other people specifically on this project, maybe run it past them. Like, does this sound like the thing that we want to embark upon together? Well, and let's make this, let's right size it for the thing that you are doing. So if it's a podcast that you want to start, I would encourage you to find something that you want to talk a lot about, right? You're going to be probably doing this for weeks, if not years. So make sure it's something that you really want to talk about a lot and in an ongoing way. Maybe leave it open-ended enough that you know you will find enough content eventually to create. If it's something that it's a retreat and it's a weekend, well, then maybe it doesn't have to be something that is going to, in marketing speak, campaign itself out again and again, week over week, right? You could say, I really want to spend a weekend on this topic. And so that's all the content I need to create. So right size it for the thing and the duration that you think you will be spending with this topic. But it should be something that you're excited about delivering, right? Because when you even start talking about drawing people in and and sharing about whatever it is that you're creating, you really want to be excited about it because that comes off (laughs) in what you create. And it comes out in the flyers you put out and how you talk about it in your marketing eventually. So make sure it's something you're really excited about. Some of the ways that we talk about this in the podcasting class is there's really two things that I encourage people to think about if they're like just staring at the paper after they've written down their three words or so and they don't really know what to make their show about is two two things to consider is you could choose something that is an umbrella topic or a kind of a broader category that has a lot of different options in it. And joy is an umbrella category if I'm talking about it in that way. And so maybe you can look at the words that you've written down and say, okay, well, this this is a great umbrella topic if you've written down um, self-care or if you've written down confidence. <laughs> those would be great topics. And that's an umbrella topic because you could take those any which way that you want to go. 
Um, another topic or another way to think of your topic is maybe you are drawn to something that, that is more niche and maybe your business or blog or your retreat is about something really specific. Um, I, what comes to mind is an example in the podcasting world. Um, a gentleman I know started a podcast about microbrewing. Um, and he does not brew beer, but his, his angle is how would I start this if I wanted to and talking to experts about it. And so that built itself. There's a ton of microbreweries to talk to. And, um, you know, it became this really interesting thing that he was coming to it with the beginner's mindset and he could really talk about it in an interesting way, especially because it was an entry point for a lot of people to get into microbrewing. So that's, that's, um, another interesting way to think about those three words that you've written down is, is this a niche topic that you could then play out? Um, and niche is kind of an arbitrary word as well, right? Like maybe fishing would feel niche to some people, whereas bass fishing would be further niche than that. The next thing I really want you to do after you have those three words and you kind of have thought about the topic, like which way do you want to go? Is it an umbrella? So you're going to talk about joy or confidence or self-care or, you know, it could be spirituality. I mean, that's that's really broad. You might want to narrow it down a little bit, especially if it's a retreat, pro- I mean, a retreat topic. But I want you to think about a mission statement. Now, I know that sounds a little bit cheeseball and like what people do when they're at work <laughs> or they're trying to get like, I don't know, angel round funding for their startup. But I want you to think about the mission because this is going to be important. You kind of know your what, your topic. You kind of know if you're which way you're looking at it a little bit. But then I want you to sit down and I want you to think about what is it that you want to do with this with this piece of content. So what do you want to do with your podcast? What do you want to do with your retreat? Can you tie this thing to a bigger mission, either that of your business or as an impact you want to make on the world? Like, is there a bigger mission? I think spiritual tre- retreats are, are um, you know, it's you want to get in touch with the divine or the universe or creator or whatever that is for you and your language for it. That one's not too hard. So that could be your mission. Give people the time and space to get away and get in touch with divinity. Perfect. My own for this is to spread the message of joy and share the inspiring stories of people who follow and choose joy in their lives. That's another great one. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Uh, but but I want you to come, and this is kind of the single-minded proposition is another word for this in marketing speak. When we write creative briefs, that's basically what we're going to come up with here in this process that we're going through together. What's the single-minded thing you want people to take away from this? And that should be more of a rally cry than like kind of something that's, like it should be strong. It should be your stand on things. Like say what it is that you want people to come away with this from this podcast or this retreat. And if you need some help kind of considering these questions and creating it, this mission, some other things that may help spark ideas for you is, what do you consider yourself an expert on? Or if expert feels too strong, what do you know a lot about that you could talk about for an hour? <laughs> you know, like what is a thing that you could just talk about because it's natural for you to share? What do people come to you for questions about is another thing. If you're like, yeah, I really do want to create this thing, but I don't even know where. I bet you there's something that people have started coming to you about 
and have questions. Maybe it's scrapbooking. For me, it was podcasting once I'd started. People were like, oh my gosh, how did you do this? Um, and retreats, that's just another thing. So see, I can talk about it. I, I consider myself fairly um, well-versed at it. And so it is easy for me to share these things. And if you're also having trouble with those three words, here's another question. Is there one word, one word that resonates strongly with you and excites you? As I was thinking about my own show and this podcast back when it was forming, the word joy just kept coming at me. I mean, it was, you know, it was the universe jumping out, you know, like people kept giving me joy keychains and the word itself. Like I just, it kept coming back. And so I knew I needed to play with that word. So for creating your mission statement, I also want you to think about, um, what is the arc? And that is an interesting term that I came up with when I was talking about creating retreats. Is when I'm setting out to plan out a retreat, one of the things that I put into my mission statement or whatever I'm drafting up in creating this is what is the journey that I'm taking people on? And I think it's super important for you to think about that. I've thought about it for this show and I've also thought about it, so that's an ongoing thing, and and for me, it's a little bit of, you know, for me, I'm helping people understand joy, bringing joy to their lives, and hopefully then bringing them a space where they can get in touch with their own joy and see how they can jumpstart that in their lives, in the world, and other people's lives. So it's kind of part of my questions as well that you, if you listen weekly, you know, but I want you to think about what is the journey, and this is funny because... <laughs> This idea actually came to me from my former hairdresser, and he was also a DJ, and his name at the time was Pilot, which is, you won't find him probably, but he talked about, and he would share that the reason he picked that name was because he wanted to take people on a journey through song and through dance, you know, in a club. But I want you to think about that. Like, how can you craft a journey? It's purposeful. You're the creator of this thing, so I want you to think about it. And I want you to start to think when you write out the list of the things that you're going to do at your retreat or the kinds of things you want to share on your podcast. I wanted to tie back to that journey that you've set out to, to help people along the path of. So that's exciting. Mine is around, well, we already shared that. So then I also created the arc. So that's one thing, and you guys can download this sheet, but write out your arc. What's the journey you're taking people on? And then what's the objective? Why are you doing this? <laughs> so there we're getting to a little bit more of the why. But like, what's your objective? What do you want people to get out of this weekend, out of this show, out of this thing that you're creating? And then you could even talk a little bit right now, as you're looking at your mission statement, a little bit about the who. So who is your audience? Who is it that you want to draw in? Who are you reaching? Who is this message for? And so let's let's walk back through that because I know if you're listening in the car, it's it's hard. But so the, the steps are, let's write out the one to three words that you want to bring in to this thing that you're creating. And then I want you to establish a focus out of those words, what's standing out. You know, it could be an umbrella theme. It could be a niche topic. But I want you to establish a focus and then I want you to create that mission statement, which is going to involve you deciding what journey are you taking people on, what's your objective, and who is your audience for this thing. 
and write that down and set it aside. You don't have to get too into this. Like this could be a two-step process for you, even though it's just in one single episode of this podcast. The next step, and here's the thing that I just love, is doing the mind map. So this part might feel a little bit like we're getting into the cart and horse. Uh, And it's the challenge of whenever you're creating something, right? Is you have an idea, probably already now that you've written out this mission statement, about your topics. And you might even have names in your head or on your heart, whatever, about people you'd want to invite as guests or speakers. If it's a podcast guest, if it's a retreat, maybe you already know. Like, gosh, it'd be so great if this speaker came. But again, kind of going back to what I said a little bit earlier, I want you to be in the driver's seat with this thing and I want you to decide what the experience is going to be like for the people you want to reach because then you're also, even if we get in a law of attraction, you're telling the universe, this is what I want. This is what I'm creating. This is what I want. And then you're also super clear when you want to go out and pitch to people like, hey, would you like to speak at my event? Or hey, would you like to be a guest? You already know all the what and you can explain to someone why they are a great fit to join you in this journey or this thing that you're creating. So that's part of it, is I want you to be crystal clear so you can go out and then ask other people to join you. It's going to help with your marketing because once you know your own what and you can communicate it, it helps. People know why they would come to you. And it will also help speakers or guests or anybody else you want to involve with the project because they know, oh yeah, I want to be involved because I see myself in that same mission. So let's mind map this thing. This is, I love doing this and we do it in my podcast, podcasting class. And it really is at least it's one of my favorite episodes. I mean, one of my favorite things to do. So, and I will also say this, that if you want to join me in the Joyfully You Facebook group, which I've started doing Facebook lives Friday at about one o'clock PM Pacific, I will be live and I would be happy to do one of these as an example with some because this is a little bit hard to kind of like not totally be able to see this thing happen. So mind mapping. As part of the download for this episode, if you go to show notes at jumpstartyourjoy.com slash plan or retreat, there'll be a little mind map thing that you can fill out too in case this isn't totally clear. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to take your topic, that one word that's resonating the most, or if it's like, you know couple words, a short description, but it's not more than a sentence. This is the thing that your retreat or your podcast is about. I want you to write that on your eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, smack dab in the middle. Okay. Then you're going to circle it. And then we're going to do the hubs and spokes. That's at least what I call it. What I want you to do is I want you to sit down for about 15 minutes. And I just want you to start writing out What are the other things that are related to this main focus topic that you could pull in and that you want to talk about in addition to this, the the central focus piece? So on my mind map, joy is the center of my map. And then as I did this for myself, when I started planning out this podcast, I wrote, you know, spirituality, um, coaching, um, entertainment, musicians, authors, um, joy is a choice, um, grief, like all these things are in when I do that, I write them off to the center circle and then draw a line back to joy. So it's joy is my hub. And then the spokes out from there are the other things related to the topic, which in my case is joy that I could talk about. And you've probably seen these, these kind of graphics before. Joy the center, 
or your topic's the center, and then the other things around the outside are the things that you could talk about or want to share about that are related to your topic. The reason that I suggest that you do this is because then you can start to see all the things, the content, the content strategy starts to become very clear about the things that are related to your topic that you also want to share. And I think it's great that it's not linear because there might be some things as you go through these 15 minutes that you're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to dump all this down, right? It doesn't have to be in a line, but you might also see that like grief, maybe there's something, then I would do another spoke out and another circle and write hardships or something related to the topic. Or maybe I would take it from, you know, maybe there's another thing about um, joy is a choice. And I would, maybe I want to interview a specific person about joy is a choice. And that would be another, another spoke off of the hub of joy is a choice that would then be another subtopic. And I think what you'll see, I think this is especially helpful. You know, it might be a really short exercise if you're planning a day retreat because you don't need that much content. But if you're doing something that's ongoing, like a blog or a podcast, and you've got your thing in the middle that your, your focus is on, and then you start to see all these areas that you could create other content in, I think that's great because I know as an ongoing thing, sometimes it's hard for me to even figure out, okay, what is it that I want to talk about and where else can the topic of joy go? Now, I'm not having a problem with it now, um, but I could see where people would get three years into a topic and then they're not really sure. They feel like, oh, I've talked all I can about this thing. I assure you, there's more about the thing that you've chosen. If you've hit that point and you feel like you're stalling, there's more about this topic that you could share and and you can figure it out. You you know a lot about this. It's the other reason why it's a great thing to do if you're an expert, you consider yourself well-versed in it, is to get all this stuff out of your head and onto the paper. The next step that I want you to do after you've taken that 15 minutes and mapped this thing out is I want you to go back over it. Because this is a brain dump, there might have been a couple things in there that if you look at it, are there some things in there that you just don't want to include? For my own show, you've probably noticed, but there's not a lot on this show about intimate relationships, which is a topic in joy that I could discuss. And there's not a lot, you know, there's very specifically some things that I have not chosen. Those things, they just aren't something that I want to talk about in the realm of joy. It's not a direction, kind of my my leaning for joy is more in the inspirational and philosophical and how it impacts us as a human species in an emotional aspect than it is anything that's very, very physical, right? Like it, theme parks could also be another thing that has to do with joy, but I'm not having that on the show because that's not my current focus. So that's, I want you to look back over your own mind map and say, okay, what are these things? Are there anything here that I just, sure it fits, but it's not my topic now. And I want you to just cross them out or you could just circle them in a different color, but give yourself the permission is basically what I'm saying to, you don't, just because it's within the topic doesn't mean you have to include it if you're not really drawn to it. And I would actually encourage you to make some decisions around the things that you don't really care to talk about. And I say this now because eventually it may be that if it's a retreat that you might get some speakers that are interested in joining you. But maybe they're not in a topic that you really want to share about. This gives you a really cut and dry way of saying, no, thank you. Okay. If somebody came and I have been pitched for um, intimate relationships, 
I, I just say, no, thank you. My show doesn't focus on that. And that gives me a really cut and dry way. Now, if somebody from Disneyland wanted to be on the show, <laughs> I would say yes, because I think that's a different and interesting thing to talk about. I, I want you to outline that for yourself so you make it easy for yourself going forward to know here's the line in the sand around what content I want to be about in this endeavor and what I do not want to be about. And it's okay for you to make those decisions before you get into the position of being met with having to make the decision and don't really know where your line in the sand is. That is the basics of how you figure out your what. What you can do next is take that list, the mind map list, the big thing of it, and then the next steps, and these are be things that we have to get into in a separate episode because I could talk for hours about this and I don't really want this is not the kind of thing that you should dive into and be overwhelmed by but this is the beginning right so take your mind map list and start to think about how do you want to bring these topics to life now if you are leading a day retreat or a weekend retreat you have a lot less time to fill than somebody who's maybe making a decision on what they want a podcast to be so if your podcast You could say, well, yeah, I want to try and find somebody to do each one of these topics, or I want to start writing posts or content to support each of these topics. If you have, though, a retreat to fill, the next step for you would be to start to piece out your time. So get a difference, at least the way I've done it in the past, is depending on the number of days that you're going to be covering in your retreat, just list them out on a piece of paper, kind of give yourself, you know, a big column for each one. You could do it in a spreadsheet if you want. But then if it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, put those as your headers. And then block out the time that you know you want to spend. So if you start Friday at 6, you probably have a mixer, you have dinner, and then you have, you know, a keynote event. Then you know I need to find a keynote person for Friday night. (laughs) Then Saturday, you know, probably open with breakfast, have some sort of session. You know, so that's what I'm saying is, Before you even start inviting people or creating content, I would then, from your mind map, let that sit off to the side, I would create your buckets of time that you know you need to fill for your retreat so you know what you're working with. Because you don't want to get too far along and not have enough content, but you also don't want to invite invited like 10 speakers when you only need three, right? (laughs) So I would start to piece out what you know are your chunks of time before you then go much further with what you've done with your mind map. For the podcast, though, or something that is a longer running thing, I would go ahead and start thinking about what is it that you want to do and who do you want to start contacting to be a part of your thing. So that could be an ongoing series on a blog. That could be that maybe you're starting to create the content or the posts for your blog based on these things and just start going for it. Um, obviously it's a little bit more complicated than that, but those are the basics. Um, so I hope if you have questions, you can reach out to me, jumpstartyourjoy at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and hear if this has been helpful. If you are going, yes, okay, I totally want to do this. Go to the site, jumpstartyourjoy.com slash plan a retreat and download those worksheets because I want you to have the full packet of things. Um, Because I think some of this just being spoken through could probably be a little bit heady and hard to follow. So that will help immensely. And be sure to join the Joyfully You group. And I would be happy to mind map with someone there because I think it's helpful to see it 
in real time too. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and next week on the podcast, I have an interview with psychotherapist and grief and bereavement expert, Julia Samuel. She has written a book called Grief Works, and it is wonderful. And I just, wow, there's a lot. Honestly, speaking to her and Fred LeBlanc, which was last week's episode, have been kind of life-changing events for me. There's something about the way she spoke about grief and needing to also make space for joy in someone's life. And then Fred talking about um, how he found his way back to joy that's really kind of leading me into a new space with the the what of what is Jumpstart Your Joy and why is joy so important. So as you can see, even when you've already set your topic, new things come up about it even three years later and that is so exciting. But so I hope you'll come back next week to hear the interview with Julia Samuel and until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.